0: 16th of February. We're glad that you stayed on with us. It's exactly half past one and it's time for us to bring you Masterclass. This afternoon creating your personal leadership development brand is what will be the topic for discussion. Yao Inim Benafo is here with us together with his guest Mr. Martin Atafin, the CEO of AfriConsult. So ladies and gentlemen get ready for Masterclass right here on Joy 99.7. Stay on. very good afternoon to you, our cherished and descending listeners. We're excited to bring you yet another happy edition of your favorite business development program on Radio Masterclass. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. Masterclass is also brought to us by Lancaster University. They have the only British university campus in all of West Africa. We are happy to bring you another exciting edition of Masterclass today. My name, as always, is Yabanafo, and I'm happy to be your host for the show today. Today, we continue with our conversation in a series of... Other conversations on the topic of leadership, we've spent quite a bit of time with our resource person, who has become a friend of the show, um, a member of this household, actually, uh, in the person of Mr. Martin Atafin. Martin, you're welcome back. Thank you very much. this conversation. Yeah. Um, last week, we spent a bit of time talking about leadership, but we looked at the personal brand. Today, we're going to be spending a bit of time looking at our personal development plan as leaders. as leaders. Um, I know that usually we don't get enough time to finish our content, so today I'm just going to make my introduction very brief, but just to share some thoughts again, you know, um, still on the area of leadership, and then I looked up a few people who have said notable things about leadership leadership. and the personal development plan, because it's an umbrella conversation, and it's one that you can hardly ever exhaust. And this is what Lao Tzu had to say. Lao Tzu is an ancient Chinese philosopher, and he says knowing others is intelligence
1: mm-hmm.
0: knowing yourself is true wisdom mastering others is strength but mastering yourself is true power interesting interesting master, master yourself mastering is yourself true is true power Today we're going to be talking about your personal development plan. How do you add value to yourself? After identifying yourself and distinguishing your brand and what you stand for and what you don't stand for, how do you now add value to yourself? And here's what Lao Tzu is saying, that knowing others is intelligence, the people you are leading, but knowing yourself is true wisdom. Mastering others is strength, but mastering yourself is true power. Um, this is what El Nightingale also had to say. Again, in the same conversation on leadership and your development plan. Okay. Because as a leader, you're, the back stops with you, sort of. You are the go-to person. You are When everyone doesn't know what to do, they turn to you. Absolutely. You know, If you yes. remember the story in the Bible, when the disciples were with Jesus in the boat and the storm came. And they had tried everything and it didn't work. The Bible says they turned to Jesus and said, Master. <laughs> Even though you were asleep. Even though the guy was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so as a leader you're expected to have all the answers L. Nightingale who's also a radio speaker and author had this to say under that same conversation he says do not let the time it will take to do something stand in the way of you doing it Mm -hmm. the time will pass anyway truth do not let the time it will take to do sometimes you're doing something you're thinking oh it's going to take forever oh it's going to take forever and therefore it dissuades you from doing it L. Nightingale is saying especially when you're a leader This goes for everyone, but especially when you're a leader. Do not let the time it'll take to do something stand in the way of you doing it. Because that time will pass anyway. I say to my friends, I say, when you wake up in the morning, depends on what you want to do. If you like stay in bed, the sun will rise, (laughs) the sun will set. set. (laughs) If you like get out of bed and do something, the sun will rise and the sun will set. Let's talk about... personal development plan. Maybe for continuity's sake, maybe just a few seconds, let's take a quick step back, recap of what we did last week, and go straight into today's conversation.
1: Yes, interesting. In fact, the comments from Lao Chu and the other gentlemen are quite interesting because the whole concept of this thing is how deliberate can you be Mm -hmm. to become a leader? Mm -hmm. You don't have to apologize, just be deliberate at it. Mm -hmm. So if you have to do it, just do it, just, just do like it. Nike says. Mm-hmm. Last week we, we spoke about uh, the, your leadership brand, mm-hmm. and we looked at, the, we looked at uh, um, the attributes of a leadership brand. We looked at the identity, the attributes, the vision, the, the value, and the trust relationship that uh, is built when you're developing your leadership brand. We indicated that the largest brands, the strongest brands are powerful, they are authentic, they are consistent, they are visible, and they are valuable. And so if you position yourself in that, in that way, that means that people will respect your brand because you are powerful, authentic, you are consistent, visible, and valuable as a leader. Mm-hmm. So we, we looked at this from the brand perspective and, and, and uh, looked at what Richard Branson said when he said a brand is more than a name or a logo. Okay. A brand is a promise and a contract with every customer. So, so far as you create that brand, then you have put yourself in a position of responsibility so that you make sure that you deliver exactly what you have said you will do. And if you don't, we will stop buying from you. Mm. So, again, we said your brand is what other people say when you are not in the room. So, exactly. If, they, if, if you're not there and they said you, you, you're, not good, you're not good like that, then you really, your brand is poor, even if you're good. Yeah. So, we try to crystallize it to say, Um, If you want to focus on your brand, you should look at the passion, purpose, planning, perseverance, people, and being able to play hard enough, not taking yourself so seriously. Those are essential elements uh, uh, towards building your brand. And all we are saying is it all has to be deliberate and intentional. intentional. You have to work yourself towards it.
0: Wonderful, wonderful thoughts there Let's go into today's conversation Having distinguished yourself, having identified your brand and what you stand for You know, as you spoke, something just occurred to me Corporates and institutions have taglines Which are aimed at reminding their customers of what the promise is that they have made Exactly So you have, let's say, so-and-so company, we stand with you
1: Exactly So-and-so
0: company, let's go together so-and-so company, forward together.
1: Forward together, So-and-so exactly.
0: company, the best whatever.
1: Mm. So Nike says, just,
0: just do it. it. You know, so if, if you were an individual and you stood for something, what would your tagline be?
1: That's interesting. What would your tagline be? And then what would you be recognized as?
0: So when they say Martin Atafin. Let us think for a minute. Answer that to yourself. Maybe you tell us what your tagline <laughs> is when we get interactive. Let's go into today's conversation, Matt.
1: Super. Before we go into today's con- conversation, I just want to take you back to the competency ladder. Beautiful. You remember we talked about conscious mm-hmm. uh, incompetence and unconscious. we move to the level of conscious incompetence. Mm-hmm. Now, for a lot of us, we probably are in between conscious incompetence and conscious competence because you get to a point where you, now you know what you need to do to become a great leader. So you have to find where the resources are Mm -hmm. so that you can be able to tap into those resources and become consciously competent. Mm -hmm. And then when you practice it, then it becomes unconscious incompetence. Mm -hmm. So I can see that even us, uh, since we started, we are climbing that competency ladder. Mm -hmm. We've gotten to a point where now we need to develop a plan which will move us to conscious competence. Mm -hmm. And that is what the plan is all about. So now imagine that you want to become, uh, for example, uh, the CEO of a big conglomerate. It has been your dream. It is your dream. And you know that you can get there in the next 10 years. What would you do to get yourself there? That is the whole story about the leadership, uh, 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 personal leadership development plan. It It is like having a dream and then making sure that the dream comes true. You know, uh, Some time past, I, I watched the movies, and the, f- the first l- line in the movie was, uh, um, everyone has a dream. Some dreams come true, some dreams don't. But what's your dream? Yeah. So why do some people's dreams come true and some don't come true? Because they are deliberate at working at it. And if you set up your plan to say, in the next 10 years, I'll be the CEO, all you need to do is to find out what it takes
0: to, to become,
1: become that CEO. You can do that by speaking to other people who have had that experience, mm-hmm. by reading about people who have had that experience, by learning to know this is what I need to do to get there. And then you look at uh, yourself
0: cultivating habits, cultivating
1: the habits. habits. And then you also <coughs> self assess yourself mm-hmm. and say, with all of these things that I've learned, what is the gap? Then you put the gap into a string of the things that you need to, lines to and put timelines to it put deadlines to it, and then work yourself towards it.
0: Begin to live it, begin to see it, Absolutely taste it and feel it. You know the kind of feeling you have when you're going to buy a Toyota Corolla or you're going to buy um, a Mercedes or any car for that matter? Or any
1: car for that matter.
0: Have you noticed that the moment you make up your mind you are going to buy that car and the funds are available or they're coming in about two months or one month, now, the only car you see on the road is a car you... See. <laughs> Absolutely. You don't see other cars. Like, ah, the car you know, Suddenly... Ah, that's the car. Oh, so this is what it looks like. Yeah. Then you now start reading about the different models. Exactly. The one that came 2005. The one that came the year before. <laughs> that's the same enthusiasm we're talking about.
1: Uh-huh. So now you have, you have it in sight, you know. Is that you can visualize it. Yes. You know, and it's becoming like this is real. Now, when you do that and you visualize it and say, no, this is real, I can actually become that CEO. What I have to do is get my PhD. What I have to do is get these experiences. Then you build yourself towards it. Even if it's going to be in the next 5 to 10 years, you know what is going to happen in the 10 years. In between, what are you going to do? Break it down to 5 years. Break it down to 2 years. Break it down to 1 year. Break it down to 12 months. Break it down to 1 month. And then break it down to 1 day. So that every step you take every day is towards been a CEO in 10 years. Mm-hmm. And believe me, if you develop your plan in that light, you would, you would, there's no way you can't
0: achieve it. I like the fact that you, 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 know, you talk about breaking it down to the barest measure of time. Absolutely. And the reason is because then you become continuously conscious of doing that. Exactly. I'll tell you a joke. So a young man is, the, is, is courting a young woman and then you know, goes to visit and they have a swimming pool in the house. So they're swimming in the pool. And the father is also in the pool. And the young man um, is beginning to act a bit untoward. So the father, and together with the young woman, they take a photograph in a swimming pool. Mm -hmm. Then the father is sitting on the balcony and says, young man, I hope you don't intend to become president one day. (laughs) Now, the morale of the lesson is that if you know you want to become president, there are some pictures you You don't don't take. (laughs) (laughs) And it may sound like a joke. I know. But if you know you want to become CEO... Don't waste your time, because you know where you're going and you know how much time you have. Absolutely. If you know you want to be a leader, if you know you want to be anything, don't waste your time doing other things.
1: Absolutely. No,
0: it's true. Uh, It's 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 very very insightful.
1: do, if you do it right, uh, just to tie it in with what you're saying, if you do it right, you'd have done the self-assessment, you have uh, even determined that to be such a leader, what are the threats, what are the uh, opportunities? Mm -hmm. One of the threats... Could be social media and the way you behave on social media.
0: One taking, of the taking
1: pictures by art and <laughs> posting things <laughs> by art because maybe along the line, if you have to compete, you'll be competing with somebody who has conducted himself uh, uh, Much properly. Better. Yes, so you need to be conscious of all of that, and it all should fit in that plan. Mm. So, mm. the personal leadership plan. You are, what you are doing is you are turning yourself into your own life coach. And you need to take it seriously because you are actually now going to deliberately create the steps that would either change your life or improve your life, Mm -hmm. you know, in the next 10 years, maybe five years. So it outlines the steps that you intend to take in order to be a better leader, Mm -hmm. uh, bottom line. So you can look at skills that are needed for you to improve, responsibilities you want to take, tasks that you want to complete, and if you're already a leader in an organization, in fact, it's even better if it fits with your KPIs mm-hmm. because now you, ha- you have certain things that you want to do that will move you to become, let's say, the CEO in the next 10 years. But those things are things that fit into your KPIs, meaning that if you, need, you require a certain level of training and the organization is going to pay for that training because they'll need you to have that training, then it's already building you up. And, and, and if the organization is now going to position you in certain departments that will help you to learn, you know, the ex- build the expe- experience, then it's actually gradually building you towards there. But you see, you would have shown interest in that department because it is already in your plan, because you have developed a plan.
0: Let's, let's use the same example for someone who um, is going to inherit the family business. But at this point, it's probably, let's say, six years away from that. What would be their development plan? Juxtaposing it against the example you've given of someone who works in a company.
1: Like in, a, in a company. So um, if you want to inherit, you're you going to inherit a family business. Basically, it means probably you're going to be the, the, the CEO and the person who's running it. I would learn from the experience of the person who created the business and know exactly what he has done, the, the, the mistakes he has made. And then, and then I was also learned from others who are running similar businesses, and especially the successful ones. What are they doing and what are they doing right? And how are they being led? And how are they being led right? Because all of those things are the things that you are going to now itemize and say because the person who has to run this business has to have a master's Has to have an an MBA, needs to uh, be able to have experienced uh, supply chain or whatever, I am also going to build myself into going through all of that experience. So at the end of the day, uh, I will will be um, strong enough to be able to lead uh, this family business.
0: And also try and understand the business that you intend to take over. Exactly. And and, and and the examples are there, and the trajectory is the same. It doesn't matter whether you're in paid employment or you're going to inherit a business. Or you're looking to set up your own business. What we're saying here on the show is that begin to spend time being interested in the things that will lead you along your way to getting to that place where you've identified as a final final destination.
1: Exactly. And if you're going to inherit it, being the fact that you're going to be the future, of that business, you need to know the direction of that kind of business going exactly. and how the ecosystem works. So, a lot of the time, people uh, put away developing a plan, and and uh, for me, I think that that's an observation I've had. A lot of people allow uh, uh, things to happen to them instead of happening to things, mm-hmm. because you know we discussed earlier on people are born with maybe uh, uh, internal abilities. But you add knowledge, you add skill, you add experience to it, and then you become technically savvy to be able to deliver on things. But a lot of the time, knowledge, skill, people allow things. They don't plan for those things. Uh, they, They depend on the talents and abilities they have to be able to, you know, uh, continue. Really look, yeah. Yes, but what we are saying is that plan for those things. You you might be skilled in, a, in in something, but if you have to lead in that area, you will have to be able to develop yourself, add knowledge, add skill, mm-hmm. and then that will be able to help to uh, pr- propel you. And you def- therefore need to be intentional. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to mention this word severally on the show today because that is the is, is the make or break point. Whether you're it being intentional. Just it doesn't just happen
0: that's why it's a plan
1: that's why it has to be a plan yeah. yes so it doesn't have to be a hard activity um it doesn't have to be something that you dread it has to be something that would actually be liberating will be fulfilling uh will help you to provide goals and be give you a rewarding and positive experience at the end of the day so how will you do that Like I indicated earlier on, the first things you want to do is to do an initial uh, self-assessment. I would first find this position I want to be in, who has been there before, what has the person done before, how did the person get there, look for all of that, what attributes and traits does that person have, and then also sit down and assess myself, what uh, uh, attributes and traits do I have that will be able to meet Uh, that kind of criteria
0: let me just chip this in you know it also goes without saying we're talking about being intentional taking certain steps building yourself up going through a certain process to achieve a certain aim but I find that maybe not it's not in the majority but a few of the leaders here in Ghana um, when asked on programs or on shows that you're such a successful person there are young ones who want to become like you how did you you do it? it? You'll find you probably They're find completely at sea. Yeah. Say, I got because lucky. I don't know why. But as we're discussing this, because you're gonna take those steps, write them down. Take note of them because your development and your success is not only for you. You're going to be successful in the endeavours that you're going to be involved exactly. in. But there are people who are going to look up to you as an example and become bigger and better than you. And that's what you should look out for. Great leaders look for people to become better than them, them whom they raise. Yes. And when they come to you and say, how did you do it? Don't be manufacturing things and scratching your head and yeah,
1: exactly, talking because about they, things
0: you didn't do. <laughs> Either did somebody do. Guided, guided them
1: there or you know but or it, it just wasn't deliberate they just happened to it be happened to that, them, yeah you, know? you see because uh, again uh, there's something with us um if somebody is being deliberate at becoming a leader they are afraid of people saying or oh, maybe you are too known or you are you are being kokoti or you are you know that kind of thing no, but at least you
0: remember the steps you went through
1: yes but my point is you shouldn't even apologize for that mm-hmm. do it because it's important build yourself towards it it's you don't have to apologize to the fact that i am going to this school because i'm targeting this and that's what i want to be i i, I look at the life of uh, obama and i'm thinking this man must have planned his way towards the presidency. Mm-hmm. it didn't just come by by chance okay. the school he went to leaving school the community service he was doing the the, the kind of jobs he took up to, until he got to the senate Every step of the way, he must have planned it.
0: He had his eyes on something.
1: He had his eyes on something. No. So um, if there's the something that he has, had his eyes on, I'll call it your, your life mission statement. Mm. So uh, I'm sure if you ask about 100 people, you probably will have about three of them who will tell you, this is my life mission statement, and this is what I want to want to be. Mm. And a lot of people have maybe short-term statements, what do you want to be in five years? They will tell you something. But what do you want your your life to accomplish and achieve? You might not find too many people. But if you would sit down and just think through it and <coughs> get that life mission statement, every step that you would take will be going towards that
0: That agenda.
1: Agenda. Indeed. Good. So when you sit down and you think through it, you'll probably be able to come up with your your long term leadership goals and then your leadership qualities and then you' uh, you' get yourself ready to now put the the plan together um well, this is your own plan, so you can uh, choose any format that you want you can <coughs> find you can find templates they may help they may not help, but at least think through i'll call it the five ws and the h so so far as you think think through what you're going to do when you're going to do it, why you're, you want to do it, mm-hmm. um, which ones will you want to do mm-hmm. first, and then how you're going to do it. That should help you to be able to put a plan. You know. So the, which one you're going to do first will help you to prioritize prioritize them. Yeah. So at least that could form an idea of you know, the plan. And by the way, like I said, you are, you are, you're starting with the audacious goal of in the next five years, this is where I want to be, and breaking it down <coughs> to e- a yearly plan and breaking it down to uh, um, a daily plan. Supposing you have you only have a first degree and you want to have your, get a PhD, and you know you can get a PhD in the next five years, you target a PhD in the five years, but you know that you will first have to get your master's or an MBA or something. So you target your MBA. Start early. Start early. Target the MBA in, in the next three years, the, the, the PhD in, uh, in another two years, and you know that at least you're working towards it. So that will give you the opportunity to start asking around, reading around, and getting to know what you need to do to get that PhD in the next five years.
0: And there are people who have done this ahead of you also. Absolutely. So in benchmarking them, you will find that, they are happy to help. They're happy to hold your hand. Yes. And then your company yes. changes. Yes. So if you want to become something, begin to find the company of such people and exist within that company. Yes. It changes the way you think, changes the way you see things, changes the way you plan, and then you begin to move effortlessly towards your agenda.
1: I, in fact, that's that's the, a very important point there. I mean, uh, I read somewhere that if you sit in a room with uh um five idiots, you become the six idiot. And if you sit in a room with five rich men, you become the sixth rich man because they rob of you. Indeed. So you need to choose the people that you want to find out and then have such sort of discussions with. Mm. Yeah. So there are certain things that you need to consider. First, you need to consider the core skills that you need to master if you want to uh, uh, get into a certain position, leadership position, or if you want to enhance or increase your leadership. Uh, uh, skills and attributes. What are the core skills that you want to master? You you remember we spoke about inborn abilities and acquired abilities. Mm -hmm. So the core skills will probably sit within the acquired abilities to help to uh, enhance your uh, inborn abilities. Then what are the experience gaps that uh, exist that you want to close? Mm -hmm. So you know that in order to get this position, I need a certain level of experience. These are the gaps. Where will I get the experience? So you find out that if I can't get it from where I'm sitting, I probably will have to volunteer and do it somewhere else, mm-hmm. do it for free for somewhere. But it's building your CV towards that because you are building that. And then th- what you just said, the relationships that you have to build and relate to, and that will bring your your EQ, uh, 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 whatever, yes, out mm-hmm. for you to be able to now, you know, because you are building relationships. You know, and that helps to improve your uh, uh, emotional intelligence as you build those relationships. Because if you deliberately identify stakeholders that I need to build relationship with, ask questions with, it's in your plan. You will work towards it. So don't. It doesn't come by chance mm. that you will meet uh, um, Yao, and and Yao will be able to. Teach me something or tell me something. It has to be in your plan. You have to find a way to meet him. You have to meet him and have those discussions. You have to do what he says you will do. And it all built up.
0: You know, and I, I, those two words you keep mentioning just comes to me strongly. You have to be deliberate and, and intense now. Yes. Because, you see, when you see great leaders do things, um, deliver a beautiful speech, even for presidents, for world leaders, they've read that speech for, like, the last two hours. So when they stand there and they're speaking... They are speaking because they've prepared. So preparation as a leader is key. It doesn't just happen. Yeah. You can't just come and stand there and wow everybody. Exactly. And I, I remember okay. that example I gave the last time that Usain Bolt said he trained four years to run nine seconds. Nine seconds. <laughs> so as a leader, <laughs> please. How many seconds? Are in, in the four hours. Years? <laughs> the, the the next thing I was going to talk about is relationship management. It's key at that level.
1: Yes. Yes, A lot of
0: what you do is less technical and more relationship, more relationship and communication. Yes. yes. Because you're you you, you, you you not there for your, your technical competence. Yes, but yes. you're there to leverage on every resource you, have, that that you and have. How do you do that with that relationship?
1: Great. great. You know? so, so, relationship, earlier on we spoke about relationship with other stakeholders. But what you have, your point you have actually raised now even speaks to the people that you are leading. Indeed. So, managing that relationship is also essential. You can't do everything. You and, and you are there to be able to inspire them mm-hmm. to do the work. Mm-hmm. So if you are not managing them, you end up doing all the work, and then your
0: plan will just go into the bush. And they say, when I tell them they don't do it, and mm-hmm. they expect me to do everything, exactly. am I the only one who's working around here? The, the, they don't even understand what... You, know, you are not
1: managing the relationship, but you need to also be building them up, mm-hmm. just as somebody has built you up to that, that yeah. stage.
0: Wow. Great. If you just tuned in, this is Masterclass here on your Superstation Joy 99.7. We're having an extension of the conversation on leadership here with Martin Attafin, uh, who's the CEO of Afri Consult. We'll be getting interactive shortly, but we'll take a few more points from Martin and then we get interactive. Martin, just share a few more thoughts with us. We're also streaming live on Facebook, so for those who want to make notes, you can follow the slides on Facebook. Just share two more thoughts with us, if you will, and then we'll wait, get into that. Great. So
1: all we are saying, we come to a point where we're saying, look, you need to sit down, identify what the gaps are, set yourself goals, prioritize the goals, set yourself deadlines for when you want to achieve them, recognize what are the threats and the opportunities, and develop your skills and increase your knowledge to be able to meet all of that, Mm. use a support network, so the relationship building, and then most importantly measure the progress because also there are so many people who actually go about putting up up plans but they they never get back to it Mm. in fact, it has to be a daily routine, I would even suggest that if you have broken it down into months break it down into weeks, break it down into days and and possibly hours now if you can do that, that means that in in the morning every day you can go to your your, your your plan. What am I supposed to do today? Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four. You come back in the evening. Where was I able to achieve it? Yes, no. If if not, how will I be able to achieve it tomorrow? Add it to what you have to be done tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then keep going. Little by little, you would actually get to uh, meet the plan's targets. And when you get traction, oh, it's just so nice and so. So you get
0: a certain level of speed and the, and the momentum just carries just you, you along. You're just cruising. Yes. Exactly. Indeed. I know you have a lot more to share. Um, we will try and share those subsequently before the end of the show. But I want to get interactive right sure. now. We'll take a quick message from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Your favorite on-air business development program, Joy Business Masterclass,
1: is in session. And you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy997FM or at JoyBusinessGH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302-216541. I'll send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 0551-1119. Nine nine seven, and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention, everyone! Class is in progress.
0: Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, this is Masterclass here on your Superstation Joy ninety nine point seven. My name is Yabanafo, and I'm here today with Martin Atafin. We continue our conversation on leadership. Last week, we spent time talking about your leadership brand. Today, we're talking about your leadership development plan. How do you? build yourself? How do you put together a plan that is deliberate, that is intentional, that's going to lead you to the place where you become the perfect leader or the perfect um, manager of your team? We're interactive right now. We want to hear your own experiences. The things we discuss here are to help your businesses to become better so that you get free information pro bono um, by Ketty of Joy and so that your businesses can become better. Numbers to call 0302216541. You can also send us your comments on 055- one one, one one, nine nine, seven, so pick up that phone, give us a call on zero, three, zero, two, two, one six, five, four, one. Do you have a plan for yourself? Did you put together a plan a few years ago so that where you are today is as a result of the work that you 've done in the past? Can you pick up that phone, share your thoughts with that, so that others can also learn from it? Are you planning to become a leader of some sort in any company at any level if you are what plan have you put in place if you're an employee of an institution what plans do they have in place to help people to become better and to achieve um those goals you know as we have this conversation there's, there's something by alvin toffler that i'd like to share alvin toffler uh was a writer and a futurist and a businessman and he made one of the most famous statements that trainers and the resource persons use a lot in the training okay. He says that the illiterates of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read or write, but it will be those who cannot learn and learn and relearn. <laughs> I'll take that again. <laughs> so you're a leader, you're a manager, you're a CEO, you're watching us. Things are changing, and they're changing fast. Every day something new is coming up, and you're, you're like, I learned, you know, um, Pi and tan theta back in school and uh, logarithm and it's that's just the way it's going to be things are changing now really fast four figure tables are no longer useful programmable calculators <laughs> are no longer useful yeah, things route. have changed <laughs> so I've in tough line saying the illiterates of the 21st century will no longer be those who cannot read or write but it will be those who cannot learn and unlearn and relearn what have you already learned what do you have to unlearn and what do you have to relearn Excellent. It's interesting what happens yes. of classes. do you
1: exactly because in fact what what, uh, what I'm getting from what she's saying is at some point you have to reboot yes, reboot your mind because sometimes when the when the memory is choked and it's not getting out of the space that it has to for new ideas to come in, you have to
0: refresh you've it. got a degree control in, in, in managing your staff um in the period when staff management was called. Personnel management. Exactly. You are still. You haven't gone back to school. You have not added value to yourself. So you are still there.
1: You don't know that you are managing you are talents co- now. You are
0: completely irrelevant because <laughs> now they don't even call it personnel management. Exactly. They've even now started stopped calling it human resource. Now they're calling it people and culture.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's and, and you need to understand that it's it's a, it's it's a, it's their talent you are managing exactly, and not the not, not personnel. And, and, and that's very true. I mean, uh, basically the, the world has moved uh, uh, to a point that you know um, things that we used to do it transactionally doesn't work like that mm. anymore. to a point that when we had to all sit in one place to do the same work, it doesn't work that, that way anymore. to the point that the, the, the new generation are thinking so entirely differently from uh, the, the baby boomers who are probably leading. Uh, businesses at this time. Mm-hmm. So there's a still a generation gap that if you don't take care as a leader, if you don't learn, you cannot lead the team that's below you.
0: And there's such a wealth of information. You know, I'm sure you're a, you're a, you're a team lead, you're a manager at some, in some institution, and you're having problems managing a certain group of people. They are called the Generation Z. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure we will find time, Generation X and Generation Y and Generation Z. I'm sure we'll find time to share some thoughts on that. But now even the, the generations are changing. Yes. And the characteristics exactly. that surround them are also changing. Exactly. And they ask a lot of why, 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 why. You know, back in the day, you'll say, you know, you, you had a child, a 10-year-old. and say, Daddy, um, why is the sky up and the ground down? So, because that's the way it is. Then the next question is why, <laughs> and then and then you get irritated. You know, you know, ask you five why, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So that's, that's why you true. need to keep adding value to yourself Absolutely. as a leader. Let's talk about goal setting. I know you've you you've, you've talked about it, but yes. in in putting one's development plan together and breaking it down to the barest uh, unit of measure, which is one day, one hour, one second, whatever it is. How does goal setting come in?
1: Come in. Okay. Let me start from this point. You see, especially if you're in a corporate environment, I believe that most corporate environments have a certain competency framework for a particular role. Mm-hmm. So if, the, if they're they are working with, uh, with competency frameworks and you intend to move to the next level to be promoted, you should be able to look at what is required, the competencies that are required at the next level. Mm-hmm. So what we spoke about earlier on is for you cr- to create that competency framework. But in a corporate environment, it's probably already sitting there good. Then at that point, you need to now determine and set up goals that will help you to meet those competencies. Mm-hmm. Now, in so many situations, uh, look, these days if you speak to anyone, they'll say, oh yeah, your goals have to be smart, etc. Somebody can sing it to you right now. Mm-hmm. But are they smart? If you review the goals, you'll find that either they are not t- time bound, mm-hmm. or they are not broken into the, into the points where you can see that you can actually do it. And if you don't do it that way, you cannot meet You know, because you can't achieve it. Mm -hmm. Break your goals um, uh, into achievable bits and also make it practical. Um, If you want to uh, uh, be one of the best presenters Mm -hmm. in the organization, you don't just say to be a good presenter because you cannot be able to measure it. Mm -hmm. You should actually put in that uh, by the end of the year, I would have made 20 presentations because practice will get, make, make exactly. you good, yes, exactly. and collected feedback. So I, so when I'm assessing you, I can actually look at it and say, oh, you actually did 20 presentations, and I can see the feedback, and you actually worked on your feedback mm-hmm. to improve mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Then, at the end of the day, you can now take you to as a good presenter.
0: And even to, you know, that point you make, essentially what we're saying is that you should begin to identify the things by which people in that, at that level are measured by Absolutely. So what are they measured by? The number of shows you do, the number of hours if you're a pilot. Yes. The way you progress from being whatever to a captain to whatever. It's the number of hours you fly. Uh, hours you fly. Yes. And the kind of equipment you fly. They call it the kind of equipment essentially is the type of aircraft you fly. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. because what they do is so sensitive. You train for months on a particular aircraft before you are allowed to actually fly it mm-hmm. and put, put, and put so, human beings in it and fly them. <laughs> and so is it, what, what are they measured by? They are measured by the kind of equipment they're flying, the experience, the number of hours they've been in the air.
1: Exactly. So what are you sacrificing? You're sacrificing time, you're sacrificing yes. money, you're sacrificing you know, time to even learn and read about. Yeah, so what you're saying is very you're true. a songwriter. Yeah.
0: And you say, I've been a songwriter for five years. How many songs have you written? It's not just how many songs have you written. How many of the songs you have written have been sung? Exactly. How many of them have made the charts? You have to understand what the measurement parameters are at that level of excellence. For you you to be able
1: to make the charts, exactly. Because if you don't understand it, you 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 can't fight it.
0: Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. So that's also critical to your goal setting. that's,
1: That's very critical to your goal setting because if your goals. Uh, are not the kind of goals that you, you, can, you can meet uh, or that can help you to achieve what, what you want to achieve. You're you not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at it this way. A footballer, he's the best dribbler in town. Mm-hmm. You know, though, if you are the best dribbler you cannot score the goal, you are only a juggler. You juggle the ball. <laughs> you know, because there are people who can juggle the ball for about uh, two hours without letting it drop, mm-hmm. but they can't score a goal to save their lives. Yeah. But you can get one person. Anytime he touches the ball, he goes into the pool. He cannot dribble anyone. That is the person that is required in the business. Because you and that's will the person who gets goals. selected to play. He gets selected to play. You know? So it's, it's important to say these are the goals, and these are the goals that are actually required. You know,
0: Someone said to me once that at that level, in fact, in, in every endeavor in life, learn to major in the majors and minor in the minors. Don't major in the minors and minors. <laughs> majors. Majors. Yes. How does that how is that relevant to this conversation on your development plan? On your way to where you want to go or where you want to get to. Why should you not major in the minors?
1: Because you want to you should understand where you're going and how you want to get there. Mm. If you don't understand how you're going to get there, you will see what somebody else is doing and start doing the same. You know? Mm. So if you understand it and then you, you speak to the right people, then you will look at what You'll be able to that should help you to even prioritize mm-hmm. and say these are the things that are needed, so if you understand that for you to be the CEO, these are the four things that are needed, mm-hmm. then you work towards them, but the others are all niceties mm. and and it's also important because what happens is that there are a lot of people who want to be a CEO okay, fine, and you are rushing and doing you, you don't know the difference between what's important and what's urgent mm-hmm. you know so you're doing everything that comes your way. You never get to where you need to you need to get to
0: right let's talk about building your network i've got a few more minutes here on the show uh phone lines are still open numbers to call 30 that's 30 you can also send us your comments on 55 just remind us that today's show is brought to us by goyle goyle good energy goyle you can also enjoy discounts on lubricants at all Goyle stations nationwide and elevate your goodness by joining the Goyle Go Club today and enjoy up to three pesos litre discounts on all fuel purchased. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, yeah, yedia. Let's talk about building your network and using that, leveraging that network as a leader, as part of your development plan. Yes. Okay, great.
1: Um, when you identify a certain position you want to be. I remember uh, while I was in Deloitte, um, one of the ladies, potential partner material, she was looking for someone who has to be her mentor. That's the kind of thinking that you have. Someone to mentor me to. And people are always ready and willing. Mm -hmm. Okay, So look for one of the, um, you know, maybe women who have achieved, speak to her. Will you, are you willing to mentor? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to help me along the line? The person says yes. And you see, you're looking for the, the quality people, mm-hmm. and you, all you need to do is find someone to introduce you yeah. to get, get close to the person or send the person an email or that kind of thing. You need to identify the people that can help you to uh, you know, go that direction. Mm-hmm. And if you're you being deliberate at it, it, also, it always works. You know? um, A lot of people leave it to chance. And that is what uh, probably doesn't, doesn't help out. Obviously, sometimes if you are looking for someone who is extremely or too busy, you might not be able to get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But you know, along the line, you still find some people who will be able to walk you um, through that path.
0: Right. <clears throat> Oftentimes, you hear people say that when you aim, aim at the sun, so that when you fall, you fall on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear people say, the sky is the limit. These days, I hear people say, the limit is beyond the sky. <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> all sorts of interesting things. Yes. I'm talking about setting goals and the height to which you should go. Yeah. So some people say, you should set your goals in a way that overwhelm you. It's okay it's to okay be okay scared. Because okay. you're, you're not looking at today, you're looking at the future. Others will say, go for the low-hanging fruits and record your victories as you go along so that you have something to show for your progress. Which of these, or should I say, is there a combination of them that works?
1: Yeah, absolutely, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> you need to combine them because the low-hanging fruits are actually taking you to where you want to go. Remember when we were speaking earlier and we say, look, when you get your traction, the momentum will take you to where you mm. are determined to go. I want to be the president of uh, a country. If you want to be the president of that country, what does it take for you to go? If you say that whilst probably you are you are in the university first year, the guys will say, Oh, but you what are you thinking about? Focus on what you are mm-hmm. But you see, if you want to be the president, what are you learning that will take make you the president in the future?
0: What so, do presidents do when they are in school? When they are in school. <laughs> exactly. What so then, do they
1: read? Exa- exactly. So then that is where you find the low hanging fruit. Because what you are learning at that point will still take you somewhere anyway. Mm-hmm. But later on, you need to use it as a ladder to, to go to the next step. Mm-hmm. So far it's all you know. So it has to be audacious. Your, 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 your mission in life, your ultimate goal has to be audacious enough to give you that kind of momentum to say, mm-hmm. I need to... And, and it, it will be for those who are not scared about it. Mm-hmm. You know, in future, someone will say, this guy actually worked at it, and he's He's managed to do it. As
0: you talk about it being audacious, it reminds me of the book that President Obama wrote, The Audacity of Hope.
1: Audacity of Hope,
0: yes. You uh, dare to dream, dream, dare to think big, exactly. dare to reach for the stars. Interesting That's conversation, true. as always. Um, we run out of time, unfortunately. So let's sort of summarize our conversation for today. What's our takeout from today's conversation and what should we look forward to um, in the next edition of Masterclass?
1: Yes. Okay. So um, I'll take out for today. I'll take it from uh, what Gandhi said that I must become. I must first become the change I wish to see in others. Mm, mm. So if you want to become the change, you need to be deliberate at that building sense. yourself towards.